once again, our heroes face dire peril. Eh, fable adventurers? Fear not. The thrilling conclusion of our heroes' epic adventures rapidly approaches. But, as the frost kisses the leaves and the lavender vanilla skies dust the world with magical wintry powder, let us open the annals of other adventures. Adventures that, in particular, transpire during the most magical time of the year. So stoke up the flames in the fireplace till they cast a warm glow across the room. Adorn the mantle with ornaments, trimmings, trinkets, and knick-knacks. Let the familial sound of carols drift lightly through the air. Place a tree of sugar cookies in the oven, and let the toasty heat exude a warm, buttery scent that calls us back to Christmas past. Crawl under your cuddliest blanket, pour a cup of your richest cocoa, with a candy cane or a marshmallow added, whatever your pleasure, and join me as we delve into the wintry magic of the Fableverse. A buggy makes its way through the streets of Kermoth, the driver cautiously directing the horse and carriage through the throng. It was Christmas Eve in Kermoth, and the streets were alive and excited with workers rushing home to their families. Many merchants were starting to close up their shops, blowing out lamps that cast a golden glow across the wares of their establishments. Even with the quenching of the business lights, the street lights shine in the darkness, their light reflecting off the fresh fallen snow, lighting up the streets as if it were the middle of the day. A traditional carol floats through the crisp winter air as a group of carolers weave their melody for a passerby in the town square. The sweet aroma of baked goods wafts out of the bakery. The baker flits around his store, endowed with the spirit of the season. He was ready to head home to his family, too. But he would probably be one of the last craftsmen in the city to return home on Christmas Eve. You see, many workers receive their paychecks and Christmas bonuses when leaving for Christmas. Many less fortunate workers couldn't afford a turkey, a goose, or even a ham for their families for Christmas. But it did the baker's heart good to provide for them a nice shepherd's pie or a festive tart to make the holiday season brighter. Several citizens also participated in evening festivities and counted on being able to come by and pick up their tasty holiday treats. A jolly tune emanates from the baker's chest as he hums along, setting out fresh cinnamon rolls. One of those festive citizens darkened the door of the bakery. A caroler shakes off the cold as he enters the charming bakery, bathed in the golden lights of its lamps. Hello, baker, shouts the caroler brightly. It's a cold one out there. One of the briskest Christmas Eves I've ever caroled in, I do believe. <laughs> well, come in for a bit, offers the baker kindly, grabbing a kettle off of the stove. The baker twirls through the bakery like a dancer, his footsteps falling gracefully and coordinated weaving and dodging around the overfull tables, burgeoning with his freshly baked wares. The baker stands on the tips of his toes, reaching for the highest shelves, picking a heavy ceramic mug off the shelf like an apple of a tree. He sets the mug on the table and pours a steaming stream of hot chocolate into the mug. The chocolate swirls around the mug until it reaches the rim. The baker sets the kettle back on the stove 
and reaches over to the cabinet of sweets. He turns suddenly, launching a massive marshmallow into the air. The sugary lump tumbles through the air, arching dramatically, and falling into the mug with a plop. A drop of hot chocolate splashes into the air, but falls right back into the mug. The baker grins and slides the mug down the bar to the caroler. The caroler is impressed by the display, and chuckles and sits on a stool at the end of the bar, near the register, staring into his mug. <laughs> Your bread pudding will be ready in about five more minutes, says the baker as he glances across the room at the grandfather clock in the corner. As the baker finishes his sentence, a dusty group of chimney sweepers steps through the door. Every one of them are shivering from spending countless hours working in the cold, and their coats were stained with soot and ragged. A twinkle shines in the baker's eyes. He reaches back for the kettle. The grandfather clock in the corner rings out a chime, informing the listener that the hour was ten. Ten o'clock! exclaims the baker. The rush of the workers had caused the baker to lose track of time. It seemed that the stream of customers would never end. However, eventually this steady stream turned to a trickle. And then finally, his shop sits empty. His crowded tables now sit deserted in the shop. Not a tart or pastry left in the place. The baker turns back to the oven, pulling a dozen sweet rolls and a shepherd's pie out. These treats would be his family's for the night. And that time it was, the baker's wife would be worried sick. The baker packs these baked goods into a large basket, laying a towel over the top of it. The baker walks around the bakery, quenching all the lamps and locking the doors. The baker reaches around the oven, pulls the chain for the dampener, closing it off and suffocating the oven's fire quickly. The baker reaches behind him to start untying his apron. Walking into his office to hang up his apron and to grab his coat. Suddenly, there's a gentle rapping at the door. The baker is a hospitable merchant. However, his product was completely gone, and it was well past closing time. Sorry, we're closed, replies the baker, not angrily, but with a touch of annoyance, considering the lights were off and the door was locked. The baker hangs up his apron and dons his jacket, buttoning it up for the cold walk that lies ahead. The baker turns and walks out of his office, but freezes in his tracks. The vapor from his breath, wisping in front of his face. The door was standing wide open, the bolt lock covered in icicles. Across the floor were patches of ice leading to his basket. The baker runs over to his basket. The towel was thrown back and frozen solid. The pastries in the basket were still warm, but a sweet roll was missing. The baker turns to stare at the strange scene before him. Then, he sees it. A strange patch of frost has grown on the window, the crystals appearing to form a mischievous elfish face. A shadow matching the frozen crystal formation seems to darken the image. But then as fast as it happened, the shadow disappears. 